another episode of the bad taste video podcast this is episode 109 and i am mike and i am here with grizz anthony uh is not with us again he said i am sorry but uh he'll make it up to us next week so <laughs> what does that mean i don't know maybe he'll bring, bring us snacks food or some shit <laughs> that i can't eat <laughs> so uh as you know this week we will be doing a uh, discussion on summer camp slash camp slashers, right? I guess uh, we kind of lump in a whole bunch of shit into this. Uh, into this, what do you want to call it? Topical uh, episode. Into this topical episode. Into this rodeo of discussion. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeehaw! I said we were gonna have a a guest, but he flaked. So, good thing I didn't say who it was, right? <laughs> I was going to be thrown under the bus. <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the summer camp slash camp slasher, a very interesting genre film, right? It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty weird. A lot of them are very strange. Uh, you probably know, you know, Friday the 13th as like the biggest one, right? It's the most mainstream. Like when you think of summer camp, serial killer or whatever, you think of Friday the 13th. Yeah, it sets but, the bar for sure. Yeah, that's that. That's like, I guess, uh, I don't want to say it's the best, you know, because then, you know, it, it, it the sets most recognized. the bar. I guess you could say. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess that's that's just like the most recognized. That's like yeah. the McDonald's of <laughs> uh, of summer camp slashers. So like the genre. So is that usually, mean Jason's the Big Mac? Is that is that, is that hell what we're comparing yeah. that to? I like that. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. So the genre, basically, uh, kids usually are going to a summer camp, going camping somewhere. They're not always kids, though, as you see in some of the other films. Although they want you to believe that they're kids, but they're really like 40. You know? <laughs> it's the whole, like, grease effect, you know? You're supposed to be a bunch of teenagers, but they're all fucking 50. <laughs> yeah, the grease effect. I like that. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's funny that uh, you either have, like, a serial killer or you have, like, cannibals. Right? That's the two things in this in this genre that kind of the tropes that are, are pretty persistent throughout i would say the serial killer trope is the most uh prevalent of all of them most used yeah i mean everyone goes with the serial killer yeah i guess it's also like the easiest you know you just get somebody with a mask and it's like okay <laughs> let's, in the let's woods. pretend yeah let's pretend we're like we're in camp somewhere and all that shit you don't really need much and it's it's pretty hard to fuck that up, right? I agree. Even the bad ones, like y you know, they're still pretty watchable. It's it's hard to it's hard to really fuck it up, you know? 
why do you think this genre was such a hit? Like, why do you think they started making so many of these after Friday the 13th? Do you think it was just strictly because Friday the 13th happened to take place at a summer camp? Well, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. But I also, I think, look at the time, the 80s, and like, man, summer camps for kids in the 80s was like the thing. You know, everybody went to a different camp and stuff like that, where I think that might have fell off later on. I mean, maybe a little bit in the 90s, but not so much in the 2000s, where I don't think kids were still going to like summer camps as prevalently as they were in the 80s i think that's why it was so popular back then yeah you know i don't really remember hearing of anybody going to summer camps in like the early 2000s like when i was in high school yeah my friends didn't go (laughs) yeah that wasn't really a thing anymore i i really do remember it in the 90s though like in elementary school kids would go i never went i feel like i missed out i went to like boy scout camp they tried oh, to get like me to go to Cub fat Scout. camp, but that's a whole different story. Really? No. Oh, I didn't try to man. Do that. Can you imagine? I'd have been so like, <laughs> okay, like I, I understand fat camps for kids, but like I feel like, man, how how soul crushing for a, a chubby little 13 year old or some shit to get sent to fat camp. Okay, this is going to sound really like ignorant of me. Uh, I never, I have never seen a real advertisement for like a fat camp. Okay, I haven't you know? either. I assume that they're real, right? Like, are, so like, are they confirmed like a real thing, or is this because like everybody saw heavyweights and it was like, yo, this is real now? <laughs> but there's more you like know? I've seen other like 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 I've seen other things mentioned fat camps besides heavyweights. Like, there's an episode of The Simpsons where like uh, Martin gets sent to fat camp, or everybody else goes to Camp Krusty and shit. So like, it has to be real at some point. There's got to be a fat camp. Oh my god! If I should have went, went to a fat camp. Please message me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. We won't blow. I really yeah, we won't throw up your spot or anything. But like, no, no, we just no, need to know personally if it's real. We have some questions here. I want to know, like, were you hiding candy in the bedpost and stuff? Like, trading Snickers for nudes? Oh my god! I cut out to your chance, Playboys. Oh man! <laughs> Had to hide them in your prison wallet That's to get them right. there, right? Jeez. Oh <laughs> you know what I was thinking while I, so I like binged a whole bunch of movies today to be you know prepared for this episode why the fuck was this more of like an American genre you it's, know it wasn't really like the Europeans didn't really do movies like this for some reason they always had like a destination like a place like a castle is like a house the whole you know? kids going to summer camp is that an American fucking tradition yeah maybe maybe that's yeah maybe that's not a thing in europe is that like a thing overseas like do you guys have that over wherever you are (laughs) another one (laughs) message me do you have like a a camp where a bunch of adults pretending to be children play sports and fucking yeah like force you to like yeah force you to like battle your fucking peers right for survival They gave me a crossbow and shit. Dude, there's all kinds of cool Dude, shit you can I, do. I knew, like, a few people that went, and they love it. Like, they go to, like, anniversary, like, get-togethers with the people that they went to camp with. That's pretty sick. that's so funny to me. <laughs> Dude, like... that's probably awesome. Like, if that's, like, a, you know, if you're still friendly with these people, that must have been fucking awesome. Dude. I didn't get to do any of that shit. What? Our you know how it's like, oh, been... well, I, I it's didn't like, either, so... <laughs> Well, there's like the two type of per- uh, the two types of people that are from the suburbs, right? You have like the people like, oh, like I'm going to camp, life's fucking sick, you know what I mean? 
And then you have like the other like Roseanne, fucking like the uh, <laughs> that's a very like good the Arnolds, you know what I mean? I <laughs> <laughs> like the Con- oh, sorry, the Connors, like the Connors. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's a, it's two distinct lifestyles, you know what I mean? More of a, I was more in like a Simpsons house. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Oh boy, dude, but- Darlene was my first crush, man. Watching her on TV <laughs> did it for me. But. Uh, this this really was more of like a, I guess, North American thing, because I think the Canadians had a few, right? Didn't they have some? I, I didn't look that Those much Canadians into it. Those Canadians love but camping. There's got to be some fucking great yeah, eh? <laughs> movies from the up love north. Love camping, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that- They're all the booted. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, we love you guys. Dude, really. we, we used to play <laughs> hockey like with uh, you'd play like pickup hockey. You'd go on Friday night, play at like ten o'clock somewhere. You playing with all like you know adults. It's all guys just playing, you know, for fun. And whenever you'd play with like these Canadian guys, they'd always be like, "Yup, yup, yup." When they would call for the puck, and everybody's like, "What, yo, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you saying?" And they're like, "What?" Like totally, like I guess it's just something that like they were so used to you doing. Don't get it, dude? No, yeah, we we had no clue. I mean, they were fucking way better than us, so, you know, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> but I would love to see, like, uh, can you think of, like, an Italian camp slasher or, like, a, a camp movie? No, Like, not at Bay all. of Blood is, like, sort of outdoorsy with, like, a cabin, maybe. See, it's I think we even talked about that slasher. in the Bay of Blood episode where we were like, is this a camp like slasher movie? I think we even like had that discussion where it was like it kind of fits so many different, you know, horror tropes. That movie's very scattered and all over the place, really. Yeah, I, I love that one. Bay of Blood. <laughs> Just dance good dancing from those kids. That's the best part. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh hello, hot dog. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's one of those movies that whenever you're watching... Well, it's also connected to Friday the 13th. There you go, man. They ripped it off. Uh, Whenever you watch that movie and you see, like, that dude take the fucking knife to the face... Oh, you know, it's like holy shit. <laughs> like you're in you're in the theater, like, you're not used to seeing shit like that yet. And that comes out, like, damn. Eye-opening. Fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like for real. And especially with like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, oh, it's fucking this and that. You don't see anything in that movie. It's all left to your imagination. Yeah, it's like bloodless, I think, right? That whole movie. It's minimal (laughs) if there is. But, uh, well, yeah, no, there's blood when the, definitely when the hitchhiker like cuts himself, you see. Yeah, I'm not, I'm like, come on, that's (laughs) self inflicted blood. I don't (laughs) care. But like, but. Those like fucking Italian movies, Jesus Christ, they they were showing everything. It oh, was yeah. no. no holds barred, right? <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was also before like everybody panicked and it's like, oh no, we can't be showing the youth these movies. They're gonna go crazy. Yeah, you know that was that, uh, that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> so I was thinking that this genre really kind of died out in the. In, pretty much in the 90s right like this wasn't really a thing uh i couldn't think of many right that came out in the 90s besides i guess like jason goes to hell yeah i think the mainstream uh market stepped back quite a bit in the 90s from the uh the cliche camp horror movies 
I, I mean, there was definitely the underground horror that was, you know, keeping up with things. Not a ton, but there was definitely some classics in the 90s that were not big production movies. But as far as like, you know, when you're thinking of like, you know, the big ones, like the burning and stuff like that, I don't think there was really any that I could put my finger on uh, throughout the 90s that was like, this is that genre. I mean, can you name one that stands out, honestly? Would the Blair Witch Project be considered one? See, this is, yeah, this is where, like, I you have to wonder what's the line of the genre that we're talking about. Is it, you know, kids going to a camp kind of a horror movie based around some kind of, you know, youth camp? Or is it anybody in the woods camping getting, you know, fucking slaughtered? I was I like the second, this, personally. Yeah, but. well, I was going to say... Uh, with this episode, summer camp slash camp, camp slasher. Forward. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I would say like a camp slasher. Like if you're in the woods camping, doing something. Fair game. It's a, you know, you're in. You're in this episode. Blair Witch is probably one of the, the top of the 90s then, for sure. I feel I feel like that's, uh, you know, as as it's funny, like I shit on all these movies like, oh, fuck this, fuck that, like. <laughs> It took it took me years to really be like, wow, you know what? The Blair Witch Project. That's some shit. Pre- that's some shit, man. <laughs> Jeez. Just like just like rewatch the ring now. Oh, it's like you totally know what? different watch, yeah. Like that that's not that bad. <laughs> it gets put in there with all those like the ring, like you're saying, it gets put in with all that like, you know, the boogeyman, that movie that came out and shit. And all those like just, you know, two thousands, uh just like quick big hollywood Dumb production shit. bullshit movies yeah i agree it's uh there's some movies that really if you return to now they really hold up others not so much but uh a lot of these movies that we're about to talk about certainly hold up classics <laughs> hey man you know if 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 the formula works why the fuck not <laughs> beat it to death so, <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about the biggest one. Like I said before, Friday the 13th. This one, Jesus Christ, they could not stop making these movies. Putting right? bacon on the map, baby. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this, even this one, if if you really strictly want to go by the books, like some of them aren't at a summer camp. You know what I mean? Part five isn't a summer camp. They're at like a halfway house. Right, but I mean, know? the story started and and the heart of the story is the summer camp so i i give that a pass when it starts moving out of the summer camp setting jason is still a summer camp serial killer almost like a like a haunted house movie like the property is haunted yeah (laughs) like the house is the fucking jason is the camp yeah so as you may know friday the 13th the first one was released in May of 1980, uh, I I really just don't get those May openings, right? Like a movie like Friday the 13th, like really? That's a fall you movie. Don't put that, you don't want to put that out like in fucking September, October? Nah, September like would crush. Kill. I don't think there was ever a Friday the 13th movie that was released in October. Uh, no, there wasn't. The latest in the year that a Friday the 13th movie release was August. So they're all summer slash, you know, spring. I guess it's probably trying to get like the whole summer box office, you know, 
numbers and shit like that. But yeah, I'm a traditionalist. I want to see those big releases in the fall. It's the perfect time of the year. Are you a fan of the series of the franchise? Yeah, I think Friday the 13th has some some really great movies. It, you know, has some stinkers, obviously, too. But uh, it's a classic for a reason. Jason is an iconic horror figure for a reason. And it's not because these movies are shitty or the premises is bad. They have uh, great stories. I think Friday the 13th, uh, the original one, it, it broke ground on a whole genre that basically crafted what 80s horror is all about. See, now here's the thing with Friday the 13th. Uh, hot take, I guess. <laughs> I don't really like the first one. Uh, really? I'm a big fan of like the Jason ones. I like the... J- I, I love part three when he first gets the mask. That shit's fucking awesome. That's like, I think that's like the best Jason is from part three. Okay. Uh, part four is cool. I like watching part five because it feels super 80s. It has, uh, what's his name in it? Uh, the fucking, <laughs> the piece of shit that made evil laugh. That turned oh, out to be like a, yeah. The, that turned out to be a child molester. <laughs> Right, he's Roy's he's Roy's son that gets killed by Vic. He's who in Vic there. is from Vic is from Return of the Living Dead, right? Same guy? Yes, it is. Same guy. He plays suicide in Return of the Living Dead, R.I.P. Um I really actually like all of them. Uh Jason X I don't really like. That one doesn't really hold up, and that one feels even cheaper now than it did when it first came out. I just remember being super fucking disappointed when I first saw it. I think yeah, when you start getting to that point of any franchise, you can start pretty much saying, yeah, I'm going to be disappointed whenever I'm going to watch these. Yeah, I mean, I could even watch Jason Takes Manhattan. I don't even think that movie's that bad. I mean, is that really considered a camp slasher, though? You I mean, know? It's not, it's not a camp slasher, but like I was saying... People, dude, people get killed at the camp, though, remember? There you go. I mean, so that that's a, a solid point. I think that... Because of the origin of Jason, all of those movies are in that family of camp slashers. So is Jason X a camp slasher? Because they do show like a uh, a faux crystal lake, a digital crystal lake, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I was saying, it's you could take that character and put him in any in any spot. So it doesn't matter, you know. It's Jason that is. He represents, you know, Camp Crystal Lake. So, yeah, I agree. <laughs> He's the embodiment so, of the lake, man. If we're getting deep about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So what do you think is like the biggest ripoff of Friday the 13th? Can you think of one that's like super fucking uh, similar? Well... I mean, I'm sure there's a million of them that I just got the top of my head. There's the ones that feel similar are just like, you know, obviously Sleepaway Camp and the burning and stuff just because it's the setting of the camp itself. But like, I can't I can't think of one that's like I get the same vibe as Jason being like the horror icon that he is. I would say the closest thing to Friday the 13th besides what's that piece of shit one uh bloody murder <laughs> you ever see that one with the cover it's oh, got like the, the part- chainsaw guy 
Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so. like a total, it's a total like rip the cover. I would say the closest thing to Friday the Thirteenth, um, maybe, maybe Madman. I've never seen it, so. No, you've never seen Madman. No. Ooh, dude, you would you would actually probably like that one. Actually, it's it's pretty good. It, it's actually filmed on Long Island. Oh, there they you go. It out east from me. Yeah. So didn't you recently uh, just get that movie Edge of the Axe? Have you watched that? Yes. Is that like a camp slasher? Uh, no. I've, no, I've, I've never seen it, but I know like the whole. It, it reminds me like the cover of it reminds me of Friday the Thirteenth. Dude, that's see that they would have got you to fucking rent that because you thought right. That's what I think like, the play is. You know? The popularity is if you can make it look like something that's popular, regardless of it's fucking anything to do with it or not, <laughs> you're gonna get Just some like, cash uh, out of it. What Sleepaway Camp Two is the one with the cover, right? Where it's the girl with like Freddy's glove in the yeah. back in, oh uh, in the God, backpack. Yeah. And uh, do you like the Sleepaway Camp franchise? Love them. Do you, do you have you ever seen the fourth one? That's that's the one where they brought like Felicia Rose back and stuff like that. Correct. It was like piece. It was like pieced together and like all I, sorts I of shit. I know of it, but I can't say that I've ever watched it. Dude, I feel like I watched it, but I really cannot think like of a single thing from that movie. It's like a total, just I don't know. But it it, it's like then. super <laughs> short. It's super short though, right? Isn't it only like an hour or something like that? So what's, I feel like it's, I gotta figure out what the premises of that is too, because I can't feel like what they would do to. I mean, I guess it was it's like a present time spin on it, where it's like Felicia I, grown up and stuff. I, I mean, I don't know. <sighs> Dude, I have no clue. <laughs> the first one is but, great. The second two have are completely different, and I love for completely different reasons than the first one. Yeah, the first one is more like a Friday the 13th type. Uh, it's very similar to the first Friday the 13th, where you don't know who the killer is, right? You get sort of those things like, oh, you, right? And the person gets killed. I think that's a good uh, trope of these kind of movies that happens a lot where it's not the identified slasher killer it's the classic who done it you know lots of red herrings lots of you know misdirections and shit until the end with the big surprise of oh it's been you know the innocent cook all along or some shit so i think <laughs> I, I like that i like these kind of movies more than the here's the big bad guy you got to look out for and he fucking moves faster than he could possibly ever move <laughs> in reality Whoa. type of stuff well, that's more of like an early 80s thing, I feel like, right? Like where the person, uh, it was more like you would see him once in a while. You know what I mean? Or you get a glimpse of like a boot or the pants because even like the burning, that's how it was. And then like once in a while, you'd get like a really you get like a shot of the Cropsy murderer, Cropsy killer, whatever the fuck they call him. But you never really see his face until the end, right? And I love that. I think that. that's when they do the actual reveal. Oh my God, dude. The burning is probably, uh, that might be one of my favorites. Out of all these fucking... genres, it's definitely my favorite. 100%. Dude, the whole part, like with the raft where he comes <sighs> out of it, he's like, cuts the kid's fingers off. He like stabs the one person in the face, like just fucking destroys this whole group of can uh, campers. And then like the, canoes start coming back like the little makeshift ramp uh raft 
And it's all just like all the dead bodies. That scene is fucking so so good, dude. It's filmed so well. Not to mention the burning is filmed like in my backyard in North Tonawanda. I've actually been up there to that uh, the spot where it was filmed, the lake and everything, and it's so fucking cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, And you know what? They filmed Friday the 13th probably about, mm, I think it's only like an hour and a half away from where I am. It's like right in New Jersey. So we're basically going to start the the bad taste horror camp fucking tours. If you want to come and pay us money, we'll bring you to these spots. You know what? We'll take you. Let's see. He could take (laughs) you there. I could take you there to uh, where they filmed Friday the 13th. I could take you to where they filmed video violence in Frenchtown. I could show you the Amityville Horror House in Amityville, New York. We could show you the where they filmed City of Vampires in uh, upstate New York near Syracuse. Oh, yeah. So we can do yeah, all kinds there you of go. things. Dude. We got connections. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you the cemetery from City of the Living Dead. <laughs> the one in the beginning. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> um, so I really like Sleepaway Camp 2. I think that's actually my favorite. It's the better out to- of all three. Because to me, it takes like that real like hard turn, like almost how like Return of the Living Dead is. You know what I mean? Where like all these it's more of a it's slapstick now. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's it's self-aware, but it's not over the top where it's fucking like uh, Ernest goes to camp. You know what I mean? No. Which I yeah. Know you yeah. It's not that kind of in cheesy. preparation for today. Yeah, right. I, I, I did. That's I, I, because that's my favorite camp movie of all time. Is it really, movies, baby? Dude, I man, I cannot tell you how many times I've watched Ernest Goes to Camp growing up and like throughout my life, probably well over two hundred times, uh, easily. Jesus Christ! So Ernest Jesus. was like, Ernest was like basically raised me, dude. I love Ernest. What is it? Slam Dunk Ernest? I like that one. I, I watched that recently. Was that Charles Barkley uh, in that one? Is that who that is? Yeah, he plays like an angel. And he gives Ernest like the fucking oh, yeah. shoes. He's ridiculous. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the movie's fucking awesome. Rewatch that. Rewatch all those Jim Varney movies. I have them. I'm pulling What's, them out, dude. What is the thing that they play at Mahonic all the time? It's like the, the Hey Vern Ernest. Oh like, yeah, dude, that's like, it's like an actual like tape, like you know, uh, it's called that. Hey Vern, it's Ernest or some shit like that. And I guess it's actually like a pretty hard to find tape. And they did this thing where you'd watch it and you'd count how many times he says something, and like you were supposed to like write into the video company and you could win shit if you got the number right and stuff. Really? Yeah, that was, was like, a thing whole competition. In that video? Yeah. Wow. Super if you cool. really want to feel bad, watch that. <laughs> Seriously, it'll make you feel bad. But like during like the whole uh, during like the outtakes and stuff, when you see Jim Varney just like fucking around, it'll make you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Such a sweet guy, legitimately. Yeah. All right, hey, gone too soon. Rest Way in power. Way too soon, dude. So I feel like the beginning of the '80s. It was that whole Friday the Thirteenth. Like, who's the killer? Uh, it began to ramp up. Once, you know, once Friday the 13th even started to ramp up, like with part three, where now things were getting even more gruesome, right? Uh, The kills were getting more uh, extreme and all that shit. And I feel like it really changed the genre. I feel like now it wasn't so much like the the whodunit, 
And it's more like, what did they do? You know what I mean? Yeah. How the hell are you going to get away from it? That's always like yeah, the big thing. Exactly. And even in like the Friday the 13th franchise in the mid 80s, you have like part five in 85, part six in 86, and uh, part seven in 88. Uh, these movies are extremely different even from the earlier ones. Right, like the kills are now not just you're not just getting stabbed; they're hacked in half with the machete. Now, like the it's a giant uh, contraption, like Rube Goldberg of murder. <laughs> you know, like oh, I'm gonna Jason's kill you by fucking got a brain. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna fucking tie you to this canoe and like fucking feed it through this lawnmower and like all this shit. Right, it wasn't just like hacking and slashing anymore. And I mean, come on, dude, let's be fair. How much hacking and fucking slashing can one guy do before he's bored of hacking and slashing? I mean, you're going to want to kill people in a different way. (laughs) That's that's uh, that's true, I guess. But did you ever see a movie called Just Before Dawn? This is more. This was like 1981. This is like an earlier movie. And that's a a very similar kind of like there's this family in the woods, like killing fucking people and all that shit. And I was just it, it, it just like went into my mind because like right in the beginning of that, you see this dude get basically get like fucking destroyed, like crotch first with a, uh, you know with a, an edged weapon it's the way to go crotch but, first yeah but uh uncle mel from sleepaway camp is like the guy's father and like you see he's like all throughout the movie dude like, is such like, a ham i love that person. guy he's like the best I, it, that like just popped into my mind because we we're talking about sleepaway camp and i'm like oh wait fucking uncle uh, mel, oh, man, uncle mel. Fuck yes. i had an uncle mel <laughs> dude was cool as fuck did you really yeah dude used to burn every really? hot dog you ever fucking made on the grill Damn. R.I.P. Uncle Mel. Everyone's dead. Dude. Jesus, what the hell's going on this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. That's it. Everybody else will it'll be all right. Uh, but there was like other movies in in like the mid-ish 80s, like Twisted Nightmare. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, so it's definitely that. Uh, I think that's probably just like super cliche 80s camp slasher movie supernatural slasher shit right just like the friday the 13th franchise uh they transitioned into the undead jason right where now he was like a, a zombie doing the whole teleporting thing right when it finally jumped the shark after part five even part five kind of jumped the shark because they had like a fake out that was kind of weird so now aren't the okay so yeah, he definitely does take a hard turn into the supernatural with how pronounced him being dead and a zombie and shit that he is. But technically, isn't he dead in the first few, too? Like, I mean, he, or is it just assumed that he died in the lake and the kid and shit like that? So you don't really know if he's returned from the dead as Jason. Like, I mean, I don't know. I guess they've always kind of felt a little supernatural to me. He's alive, baby. He's alive because part two, he's just living in the fucking woods, man. Yeah, but they never, I don't don't know. I guess I never really got the wrap up from the whole like explanation if he, if he actually drowned as a kid or if, 
he didn't drown and he was like just living in the fucking woods as a feral little uh, naked boy or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I, that I'm not too sure about actually because you have Pamela right in the first one. Yep, and does she realize that he, you know, that he's a lot? I would say yes because he went and got her sweater in the second movie. Right, he had yep. the sweater in her head, so they must have been connected for him to go get those and him to know about her dying. Yeah, how so, else would he, yeah, that's true. How else would he know that fucking <laughs> she's dead? Exactly. So he's alive, man. Okay. And he just takes fucking abuse through those movies <laughs> until part four, where, he now where they, dead. where they, you know, kill him, and then he's brought back by Tom, uh, Tommy Jarvis in part six with the lightning. Which is stupid, but you know, <laughs> Frankenstein, they wanted to make like a Frankenstein movie. Well, you got a fucking character named Tommy Jarvis. So <laughs> what do you expect? Hey man, I, I wish Corey Feldman stayed on through all the movies. That would have been sick. I wish Corey Cause... Feldman stayed on in life and <laughs> he just completely <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> well, like he was in part four and then he did part five. He did just the beginning because he was making, I think, the Goonies. Oh, really? So... Yeah, so like it he is couldn't the same do time, the movie. Yeah. yeah, so I wonder what they would have did if he was able to do like the full movie. If they would have changed the script, if they would have did something different other than like a fake Jason. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I never even put it together that he was doing Goonies then. Yeah, so that's why he... And then I guess... Uh, let's see, that's part five. Then part six, they had the guy from Return of the Living Dead... And I guess he didn't want to do it. I don't know. Or that maybe they just didn't even ask him. <laughs> who the fuck knows? Because <laughs> all he those later been... ones are just so I don't know. I, I I love the first few Friday the Thirteenth. They they hold up really well for me. Those later ones, you know, six, seven. Those are all just I don't know. They're hard watches in my opinion. Hey, dude, what what year is the Lost Boys? Is that like late? It's late 80s, right? Like 88, 89? So part six would have been 1986. So he would have been pretty young still. It would have worked, man. I wonder why they didn't do it. Yeah, Lost Boys is 87. Yeah, so imagine him like a year younger. Could have totally worked. That would have been that would have been cool, man. Yeah, I would have dug that. <laughs> that would have been really cool. But actually, you know, I just wanted to mention that I think out of all the big franchises, Friday the 13th is probably the most solid to watch straight through. And like, you can almost make a f complete story out of the whole thing. Oh, like man. you could, we, you could do mental gymnastics and get it to like connect. Right? You don't think, you don't think nightmare has a more cohesive like no. connection. Oh, I would uh, argue that all day. I feel like the so? nightmare uh, series is way more cohesive as uh, a, a continuing story in comparison to the the Friday. Well, like the Nightmare series, like it's Freddy, right? And then he goes to Jesse in the second one, and then the third one it goes to fucking what's her name, and then Nancy comes back. So that's like connected. And then part four is what the girl from three, right? Yep. And they, they all have five. a connection if you if you if you look at it though. What about the later ones though? 
Oh, you mean like dude West Craven's new nightmare? I mean that's no, no what's no like um what's so the last like Freddy's, Freddy's dead. dead? So that has that's, not- that's got uh what's her name, the original chick there. Because she's like the counselor lady, right? And she comes to like the orphanage or whatever to fucking help the kids that are all like having the nightmares that's part, at the orphanage. That, that's part three. No, no, that's that's, just, that's like she goes. That's where she's like in the fucking hospital helping the kids. This one is like where they're uh, like the fucking bad kids who are like you know. That's a different person, isn't it? That's a completely different person. I really, I thought it was fucking. No, no, no. It's a completely different person. It's supposed to be his daughter. Like Freddy Krueger's oh, daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the kid burr, thinks burr, that he's burr, the son, and he's like, I'm not your daddy, and he fucking cuts him out of the sky. I remember Exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. So I guess that, that one doesn't just, have a connection, does it? I mean, besides no, Freddy. Because really. then, like, Wes Craven's new nightmare, they're just like, fuck it, we're going meta. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that one's... That, I think, falls the least out of... Out of so, sync with everything. So just think about, like, we grew up renting all these movies, right? Like, all these Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And, like, where our age bracket was, we didn't get a new movie until, like, Jason Goes to Hell and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. So just think about all those oh, other movies that, yeah. like, are in the franchise, and then those are the two movies that, that you we get. got. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Jason Goes to Hell. I'll, re- I'll watch that, because it's just Creighton Duke. I love the character. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm a fan of the franchise as a whole, but, like, compared to, like, part three, part four, part six, even part five, all that shit, like... It doesn't that compare. was completely it was completely different. We were like, what the fuck? And it was really before like I had a computer or anything. So I didn't, you know, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. As you were relying as this on would probably sound. I didn't feel like I got that same feeling from any of those movies until Freddy versus Jason came out. And I felt like that was the closest thing that combined what horror was at the time period and what those characters were from the 80s. Yeah, like it uh it actually had like a you know, actual Friday the thirteenth feel to part of it, right? And it felt like a nightmare in Elm Street sort of part of it. Was it was a good marrying of the two for sure. I just hate that Jason. I just don't like how really? he looks. I think they what, made what a don't you like about it? Like like the, the costume, like the whole the mask with like that weird like smock that he's wearing. Yeah, he does kinda just, have like a weird big fucking like Work jacket like black, type thing on, yeah. I get like what you're the saying. black head thing. Like if they just made him look like fucking part three or part four, even part like six he or does something have a like black that. Would have been, doesn't he? Yeah, like that would be sick if they would have just made him look like one of those. Because that dude is huge. So like just seeing him dressed like fucking part three Jason, that would be yeah, sick. I agree. Even with that. even like a more fucked up, uh like part eight or whatever you know like the jason takes manhattan just have him be more fucked up after that and be I, awesome and, and what was great about that too was just having robert england play up the freddy character as much as he did in that movie because it was like all the things that you love about freddy krueger in the 80s amplified like he didn't take anything that was like boring he just kind of made that character perfect in that film i thought yeah i uh I don't know. I I think I was just, I was a little disappointed just because it was, uh, 
I don't know. Like that whole, just how he looked bothered me so much. Ruined it. So what do you think of the yeah. Jason in the remake? I like that one though. Yeah. I like Was that. Was it 2013, I think the, right? Yeah, whatever. I don't even know what year that is. It's around there, but uh, I like how he looks with the hood, like with the, with the fucking bag over his head. He yeah. looks fucking awesome. Looks menacing. And I think even with the mask, he looks like menacing. You know what I mean? I think he does a good job at playing Jason in that movie. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the best overall remakes that's ever been done, to be honest with you. Yeah, come talk shit about that. Come on. Because <laughs> uh, I think they did a good job because he's he's like more human in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I mean, he still, so like, he still moves, you know, a little unnaturally as far as his speed and stuff. But that's a characteristic of Jason that you've come to kind of expect and adore in a way. So if you take that out of it, I wouldn't like it as much. And Jason grows weed in that movie. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think, doesn't he grow weed in that movie? I know those. Yeah. I, so, like, I don't know if it's his weed, but he definitely is, like, protecting it. It would seem. <laughs> to get so... Him. Uh, what are some other ones that you like besides what we mentioned? Uh, some other camp or uh, summer camp slashers, or what are some other movies that we that you may not have seen at your local Lowe's movie theater? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of like you know low budget stuff that that falls into this category that. Uh, we've talked about before in the past. Some we have, some we haven't. Uh, Cannibal Camp Out. I mean, that's got to fall. Dude, fall right into this right i love that movie chase was like dude you like that movie like you're gonna watch it over and over again like that movie's great the cannibal camp out's fucking awesome i love that movie <laughs> really really fun <laughs> i like the whole thing with like the three brothers and all that shit the stupid mask that the one guy's wearing like the deformed one he looks like the toxic avenger underneath it <laughs> uh like the one annoying brother that's like all cracked out with the limp He's fucking, that character's funny. I mean, and this uh, has a totally different feel than the things that we've talked about so far. This is low budget, gritty, you know, shot on video type of uh, a vibe that yep. really captures a different a different feeling than uh, Friday the 13th. And it's still in this this realm of, of camp horror movies. Shot in the general area of Connecticut, right? General uh, area. <laughs> it, it, it looks similar. You know, like it's the foliage is the same. <laughs> uh, a John McBride film, Polonia Connection. Oh, really? Same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is yeah. that dude for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's actually, if you watch that movie, there is some really fucked up shit in it. Like the, the woman that they kill at the end, she's like, no, I'm pregnant. And like the one guy's like, aren't you curious if it's a boy or a girl? <sighs> so raw dude <laughs> yeah yeah and they cut like the fetus out oh my god it's uh, that movie's brutal for a, a shot on video like camp fucking movie oh that's probably like one of the top Watch of the it. 80s of like that, that genre for sure uh another yeah, great yeah, one that i think we we skipped over uh is cheerleader camp that's a great you know who done it classic early 80 oh, i guess that's like mid 80s or whatever but that's another one that is just so much fun to watch i can keep going back to that one over and over again um and it's another one where it's a bunch of fucking like 30 year olds pretending to be uh, high schoolers pr so. prism release right Hell that's yeah. a pricey tape now uh, i actually just watched that today uh i liked it i i like uh the ending the whole like 
fucking I didn't do it. Somebody else did. I like the rapping <laughs> in that movie. That's the Oh <laughs> the my god, part. like the fucking that like slob fucking to like lazy yeah. fucking 80s like my name is my uh, hate to say that is exactly how it goes that's <laughs> yeah that dumbass shit uh i i do uh think that that movie is worth watching do i think it's worth paying that money for the oh tape? god no no definitely not uh why don't we talk about one that you just got in the mail uh a 1999 shot on video camp slasher that is very similar to a Friday the 13th type film, right? Oh yeah, I think this is this is completely inspired by Friday the 13th and we are talking about the none other but Camp Blood. Yeah, and you just managed to get uh part 1 and part 2 again, right? Yeah, again. <laughs> Something like that. Um uh, uh, why don't why don't you explain a little bit about the movie? Uh, so basically, you you have your classic, you know, people in the woods camping, having a good time, partying. But little do they know, there is a masked killer in the woods. And this one is dressed like a clown, and he's yeah, going he's to fuck mask. your day up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually just watched part one and part two this weekend. And I was like cracking up, dude. It's oh, so it's, it's over the top. It's ridiculous. It's gory. It's funny as fuck. Yeah, I highly recommend. I think it's a, a Sterling release, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Brad Sykes directed it and produced by none other than Dave Sterling. And those tapes are, I believe, a Burning Moon release also. Burning Moon on the uh, Camp Blood, which is the first release of Camp Blood. There is uh, later ones by Sterling Entertainment and uh, another one, I think Razor or some shit like that. But uh, the original here that I have is the Burning Moon uh, home video. And then Camp Blood 2 was put out by a company we talked about again last week called Spectrum Films. So... A All subdivision, yeah. a subdivision of Dead Alive, right? Correct, correct. So, what do you what do you think, man? Uh, Camp Blood or Cannibal Camp Out for shot on Ooh. video camp fucking horror film? Man, that's a that's a tough call. I mean, I'm probably gonna go with Camp Blood because of how ridiculous it is. Like, you know, Cannibal Camp Out is is funny. And it's it fits the time of the 80s, but I think because I'm a, a creature of the fucking 90s, Camp Blood it just just speaks to me on a different level. It, it fits. It feels like if I was that age in, in 1999, 2000, going out with my friends camping and getting slaughtered by a clown. Yeah. That's how I feel like it would go. <laughs> and like a twisted metal. It's mask. relatable. Oh yeah, it does look like twist, like the fucking ice cream truck. That's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally uh, I think I'm actually more of a cannibal campout guy. I, I can see that. I really do like that. Like '80s fucking. Like it has a Polonia touch to it. You know what I mean? Like if you would have rented this movie, you would have felt like you got fucking ripped off. You know what I mean? Like, once you put it in, it looks so shitty. It's fucking shot on video. Yeah, I don't think they take themselves very seriously, which helps them in that movie. Whereas I think they might have been trying to take themselves seriously in Camp Blood, which is probably their their, their, uh, not to their benefit. 
Yeah, because like Cannibal Camp Out, there's like intentional humor in it. They say dumb shit. I mean, the guy's mask is like a fucking fighter pilot's mask and he's yeah. walking around the woods with it. Uh, That's the I just think that, touch that you're talking about. Yeah. I, and like the one character even kind of looks like fucking Mark or John Polonia. <laughs> uh, a VHS collector I, look. No, yeah, the VHS collected 2020 walking with the limp. Uh, so, yeah, that would that would be my pick between the two. I think you can probably find those. Oh, man, where can you even get those? You could buy Camp Blood, right, from Sterling. Dude, he's he just he's putting Well, he's working on uh, a full Camp Blood Blu-ray box set. Now, would the Evil Dead be considered one of these types of movies? See, that's what I was just going to ask you about, too, because that kind of falls into this middle category where like the movie Cabin Fever sits there, too, where it's like they're camping technically, but it's not. I mean, yeah, I guess it does because they're in the woods and they're camping, but it revolves more around a single like a single location compared to like a big camp sprawling you know thing or whatever i don't know it's it's so hard to to pinpoint that type of movie in these things when i was doing research for this episode i saw the evil dead on a lot of lists and i really couldn't i really couldn't decide like yes or no because it does have that feeling of um you know they're they're in the woods they're being attacked, right? They're in like a fucking cabin and all that shit. And I don't know. It's it's hard to say. That's what I'm saying. It's, it could go either way. It's so on the fence. I would say uh, that's kind of on the border. Just like uh, Cabin in the Woods is like it's a borderline movie too. You know what I mean? So is... Cabin fever, like that's on the Dude, border. Cabin also. in the woods. Can we just stop and talk about how fucking awesome that movie is, though? I watched that I not expecting that. anything at all, and what a cool fucking premises! I give those guys so much credit for making something that for taking a, a, a cliche horror trope and making a completely entertaining film that did not you know get dragged down by the repetitiveness of that genre so good. i dude i think they did a great job playing it like you know it was extremely self-aware there was uh all those nods to other movies oh, right yeah. to other like film creatures and monsters i like the whole idea of like the people gambling yeah that's on, what like, i'm saying such happen. a cool premises like, you don't have that in these yeah. other films it's so smart fucking yeah, that movie's sick. I even like actually Cabot Fever. I no, Cabot I like that Fever too. Was yeah, good too. I like when Eli Roth has like his uh, his appearance in it. Me and Doctor Mambo over here. <laughs> I, I I will give. Uh, this is probably the one very rare time I'll give Eli Roth credit that that is a good movie that he he made because otherwise I cannot <laughs> stand him. So there's there's a lot of other like you know smaller ones from the 80s like don't go in the woods right that's one that actually i feel like that's starting to get more of a cult following and one that our friend chase said hey man does wait can can you do like a, a oh chase my. impression 
I can't even know. I was going to attempt it, but I can't, dude. It's so ridiculous. Please, 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 please. No, dude, I I can't get that Southern with my voice. I feel like it's just going to come across completely offensive. (laughs) But uh, he said Blood Frenzy. Have you ever seen Blood Frenzy? Blood frenzy. That, oh no, that's like the like the oh, this is tapes worth eight hundred dollars. Fucking Guess what? Movie sucks. All right, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, we also had another request to, to shout out the Memorial Valley Massacre by E. K. Wimmer from the Laser Graves podcast. I'll give him credit. Like, that movie is yeah, cool. He was like, fuck. "Yo, man, can you can you shout this one out? Because I think it kind of fits." And I've never seen it, but apparently Grizz likes it. Yeah, good, good caveman effects. Not like I mean, he's supposed to be like native. I, I'm pretty sure, but like he looks very like you know fucking caveman. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's like Geico out for caveman. revenge and shit. It's it's yeah, really fight, fighting the trike. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's and that's another one that really borders. It's pushing it if you're going to consider that uh, a camping, it's like a land of the lost slasher. Episode. Yeah, that's more yeah. more of the vibe. Is it like a it's like a bad mood Encino man? Okay, so how about Hills Have Eyes? Is that you know, I was gonna say the same thing. Does that really count though? Well, I, I kinda maybe. <laughs> they're camping, they're just not in the woods. I mean they're in that's the fucking like a, desert. That's like a borderline one, I guess. Yeah, right? I would consider that more of uh I would I guess I would put this more in that genre compared to some of the other things that we talked about that were on the fence, like the whole cabin in the woods, evil dead. I think uh, the hills have eyes are as much more on board, you know, with the other things that we discussed. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of, you know, I just feel like it's all like a borderline thing. You know, if you really want to be strict about it, there's like three camp slash, you know, <laughs> you know, ca- you know, summer camp slash camp killer type films. If you really think about it, there's not a ton, right? Oh, what what there, there's that one? What the hell is it called? Uh, Summer Camp Nightmare. It's not really like a horror movie, but it's that's it's not a horror movie though. It's I like, like a, that. That has it's like an action drama kind of horror, a little bit like drama. I don't know. But yeah, that's a good movie. That's like though. a teen. That's like an '80s teen movie. It's <laughs> good. I like that. And it though. has it, it has Chuck Connors from uh, Taurus Trap. Hell yeah! And the and the uh, what the fuck was his uh, the Rifleman. You ever see that show? No, I haven't seen that. It's a go, show. Go fucking yeah, that's a show. That's like a show that like you would have watched like with your grandpa, and he'd say, "This is what a man is supposed to be like." <laughs> you know, that's great. Yeah, dude, check that out. You'll Chase's laugh. grandpa young, definitely watched that with him, <laughs> dude. Dude, I guarantee you, young a young Chuck Connors looked like he'd beat your ass, dude. No joke. Old I think Chuck he was Connors a prof- would probably beat I my think- ass. Dude, I think he was a professional basketball player or something at one point too. No joke. Really? He had like, yeah, he has like some resume. If you look it up, it's something. He played something professionally, I think. But what do you think is the best of all of all these movies that we talked about? What's your absolute favorite? Like, if it's in a franchise, pick like the specific movie. Oh man, I I think the absolute best for which is so off brand for me i guess you would say but i i would probably pick uh friday the 13th part three i think it's Ah. iconic as fuck 
Dude, I I see. Like, I hate that I have to agree with you, but it, it's right, though, isn't it? Like, it really no, is. No, I feel like Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, like that was the perfected camp slasher film, the the perfected like summer slasher film. Uh, you had the killer who's now got a really uh, unique gimmick, right? He yeah. gets the hockey mask. He looks super intim- uh, intimidating. He's huge. The way he gets and- it, I love. It's like through a kill. And that cast of characters in that movie, it just, there's something about those people specifically working together that make that movie work on a level that's different than all of the other Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. And like the kills in that movie are fucking over the top, right? There's so many cool things in it. I would say that is like the pinnacle of, and people will say that part four is, but I feel like part get that. four, part four has a little bit of like a mainstream, uh, like they were, they were shooting for the summer blockbuster in part four. It was four. totally pandering in part four. For yeah. Like they sure. knew, they knew what they had. Oh, and also part three was shot in 3d. Yeah. That's and, great. I love like the fucking things coming at you on per like I just love going back and watching that now. It's we, so comical. We went to our local like independent movie theater to see, uh, I think it was Exhumed Films who did it. And we saw Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D there. With the glasses and shit? Yep. In a movie theater. Were they old school like red and blue glasses? No, dude. They they had, they made some shit where like it was a normal screening, but it was in 3D. That's awesome. It's crazy. I'll try to find the thing to show you. I'll yeah, send you a, that's uh, cool. a link. But that was something else. It, it hurt my eyes, but it was all right. <laughs> Worth it. 100%. I would say a close second uh, would be Sleepaway Camp 2. Because I don't want to pick another um, uh, Friday the 13th film. Because that's too easy. I can go <laughs> I, love I love that franchise. If anybody wants to come do like fucking trivia against me with that shit, <laughs> bring it on. I crush you. I will crush you. Uh, but Sleepaway Camp Part Two, I love that movie. That's that's like a an '80s summer camp, fucking like just a hundred percent like filled with tropes. When I think of even renting movies as a kid, like that's the shit that I would have rented. You know what I mean? Like makes you that's a happy camper. Stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I'm a happy camper. I uh, think that uh I mean like another like it's like it's iconic and it's a classic for a reason. The burning has to be one of the best uh camp slashers of all time. Another amazing cast that just works so well together and Cropsy I think is just one of the ultimate uh, you know, slasher, you know, bad guys because he's mysterious. The kills are over the top. The the backstory with the kids fucking lighting them on fire is awesome. I I love that movie, so it has yeah. to be up there. I would say this is actually tied for my number one. Yeah, the burning. This and the the burning and Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Yeah, that's they very both, very good. They both cover like the whole like spectrum of fucking craziness that you can watch on a, on a, in like a campground besides like the um cannibal camp out type shit but i feel like with the cropsy killer which is actually based on something from staten island right yeah, it's, like, it's like a real like deal the, i'm pretty sure so the funny thing is that 
Madman and The Burning were being made at around the same time, and they were both uh, based on like the Cropsey Killer. So one of them, <laughs> yeah, one of them ended up changing, you know, the name and everything. And of course, that was Madman, which I really enjoy that movie too. That's a highly recommended one with Madman Mars. The whole way that they like fucking hang TP, the character from like the fucking tree, is crazy. His face is all purple and shit. It's gnarly. It's just so weird saying hang TP from a tree because the yeah, he's thing got, that I thought of. Dude, dude, he's got a he's got a belt buckle that says TP also. So, you know, do with that with that's pretty you know, classic. What, you want. Uh, what do you what do you think? Does this genre work in 2020, or does having like a cell phone and all that shit just negate being in trouble like out in the woods? Yes and no. I th- I would love to see a resurgence. I think that there is a way to pull this off very well in 2020. Um, you know, there's the whole aspect of, you know, a, a phone can die. Uh, you can have no signal in the middle of fucking nowhere. So that kind of aspect of things, you can really play on a new sensibility of fear that people have with a dependency of electronics where they have that comfort in their phone, in their fucking GPS, that when these things fail, now they're at the mercy of a madman in the woods or they're at the mercy of nature itself. And I think that could be a very cool aspect that they could play with in 2020. I think that it's hard to do now because you always have to make it like believable that everybody's communication is destroyed because I feel like you could get a signal pretty much like in the middle of nowhere now. Like in a lot of places, like, you know, somebody's carrier will get a signal. (laughs) (laughs) It's And if you're going like deep into the woods, people have like GPS phones like that shit's cheap as fuck now. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I think it's. But if you're a in the woods for five days because you're, you know, camping and shit, and you don't have a phone charger, I mean, sometimes there's there's scenarios. I'm just saying that could definitely work. Yeah, and even yeah. and even with a phone, how is a phone gonna stop a motherfucking serial killer from chopping your head off with an axe? So um, <laughs> there's definitely true. things you could do. That's true. <laughs> Which one of these movies do you think should get a remake? You think any of them? You think any of them would benefit from one? You know, we did the burning right now. I was, that's the Don't first one that. I just thought about was and I almost wanted to, uh, you know, spit in the thought of them remaking such a great movie. Ugh. I don't know if something like that would necessarily like Friday the 13th works because it's so iconic and the, the character has been in so many different scenarios that you can put him anywhere and it works. The burning, I don't think, would be a good remake. Yeah. Sleepaway Camp, the original, I think would be an interesting an interesting remake to make now that I think would have a, a statement to make in today's society for sure. I want to see a remake of Moonstalker. Oh, I knew, yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> believe we haven't brought that up yet. Yeah, that you know what I like about that movie and probably the only thing I like about that movie is the fact that it takes place like in there's there's snow on the ground. It's in the winter. The winter camp. I like that. Yeah, that's that's undone. That should be done more. The whole winter aspect of things. Hey man, it's hard to get people to film for free out in the in the fucking blood in the woods looks when so it's, good on snow. It just it it pops. It needs to it needs to it be pops. more of that. <laughs> Jesus. 
Uh, I would like to see another Friday the 13th film. Maybe not a remake, but I want to see what they would try to do right now. Friday the 13th really in the fucking snow, dude. Jason takes Alaska. How come that's not a fucking oh, thing man. yet? Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Somebody made like a short film and there's snow in it. Oh, but really? I want to see like I want to see like a Paramount release. Yeah, I want to see, see a few mill behind the budget. I I hope that they get you know all the uh, copyright shit sorted out. Because is that what's going man, on? I, yeah, they're fighting over the rights. Oh my like god! Like fucking Victor Miller and all that stuff. Oh, man, I just want to see another one, please. Fucking babies. Before I die. Yeah, before I die. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think, man? What are your final thoughts? on this genre on this type of movie you a fan yeah i mean i don't think that uh there's not like a huge catalog that i think specifically falls into to this genre but i think the ones that are are in it they're all huge iconic movies that have really set a pace for all other genres of horror um, I don't think you'd have half the movies you would have without Friday the 13th. It really just created uh, a wave throughout the 80s of horror movies that's unprecedented. So, man, you have to be a fan of these kind of movies. If you like horror movies, then these have to be, you know, up there for you. Yeah, I uh, I agree that there weren't as many as I thought. And we had to really stretch our uh, our guidelines for this episode because there really aren't. There really aren't too many, but Friday the Thirteenth would be the the dad, I guess. And uh, For sure. there's there's tons out there that are just weird as fuck, like Cannibal Camp Out and Sleepaway Camp and all the sequels to that. Things like Madman. Pretty much everything that we mentioned in this episode is probably worth watching. Oh and yeah, I agree with that. Except for like Bloody Murder, probably don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> as enticing as that cover might be, please don't watch yeah. that. Uh, so Grizz, why don't we go to the video Dropbox and get to what we're going to be watching next week. So as you know, you guys will be picking this uh, upcoming episode's movie. And we have some pretty interesting choices for you this week, right? We uh, put together four movies that have nothing to really do with each other. Not at all. Well, this is a true Uh, battle of weirdness. uh, Yeah, but you're going to get to pick between them. So our first battle, round one battle, will be between Sleepaway Camp two and fright not oh killed it with the fucking voice over (laughs) yeah i got it so that will be uh our part two uh our part two that will be round our first round one matchup and our second round one matchup will be tim ritter's killing spree versus a local production burglar from hell <laughs> very deep cut um yeah i believe that's actually going to be playing at vhs fest but uh 
I have it right here. We're gonna beat you to it. So we can it. watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think these are all watchable movies. We like a few of these more than uh, others, but you know what? We're gonna let you decide. Right, rules. Right? So, Don't lie. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I do. I love that shit. Um, you know what? There's actually a connection to Friday the Thirteenth Part Three in Fright Night. So when uh, the vampire. When he goes into the fucking uh, club to go get uh, Marcy Darcy, the security <laughs> guard is Ali from Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Oh shit! He's the black and dude, like with the motorcycle it's guy. All connected. Yeah. See. <laughs> see. See. Yeah. So uh, look at uh, you're gonna have to look at my story. Uh, usually I do it on what did I do it Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we. Yep have the final round on Thursday. So take a look, give a vote, and let us know what you want us to do. I enjoy all this shit. It's all yeah, fun Last time, you guys picked Cannibal Camp Out, and uh, no, I Cannibal say, Holocaust. Oh, cannibal yeah, sorry. Holocaust. Yeah, like, I got fucking Camp Out on the brain. You guys picked <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust, and it was a hell of an episode. I really enjoyed covering that. So yeah. I have faith that you will pick something equally as awesome out of the four choices that we have this week. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Okay, so Grizz, what, uh, what'd you watch? What'd you get this week, man? So Mail obviously has been at a turtle's pace, but I did just in time get Camp Blood and Camp Blood 2 like we talked about uh, in this episode, and they are extremely fun watches, both of them. Uh, I got an Italian 1996 shot on video movie called Psychopaths. Holy shit. Mike, you will love this movie. Uh, it is right up your alley. Just to give you a little taste, uh, it starts within the first minute of the movie. Uh, a man walks up to a child and cuts his arm off, and the child proceeds to spray blood all over its mother. It is hilarious. <laughs> Um, Jesus yeah, it's pretty intense, but it's it's like intense in a funny way. It's not like, you know, vulgar. It's it's fucking ridiculous. It's made to be ridiculous. Um, I also got a, a movie. It's actually a short. Uh, it's two short movies combined on this one uh, tape from UK. Uh, Bad Karma, but more importantly, Drill Bit. I've been wanting to see that for a long time. Uh, I have yet to throw that in, but that's going to be on my top priorities to watch this week. It's supposed to be insanely gory, you know, over the top. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Drill Bit has a narration by Jim Van Beber. Oh, Did yeah, you know that's that? right. I forgot about that. Mr. <laughs> my sweet Satan himself. Yeah, yeah, the Acid King, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I finally got around to watching... Uh, Dead Time Tales, and I'm sorry, Grizz, but I'm gonna be keeping that one. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the tough. I really off. enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Another David uh, Sterling tape. Dude, it's got a real like weird vibe to it. It's actually Things Three. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember I was trying to tell you that it was a it was a third of something, and I couldn't yeah, remember which a, the, the trilogy was. Things, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Things Three. That's uh, cool. I. Dude, I liked it. I think you'll like it. We'll find you a copy. Yeah. We'll get you a copy. All I'm right? on the hunt. Plus, this is a promo copy. I have a promo <laughs> copy, so it's okay. Wouldn't stop me. Thank you, Vinyl Sticker Hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was... I watched... Uh, what else did I watch this week? Besides, like, 
cheerleader camp. Say so you were on a camp marathon, baby. Dude, um, Camp Blood 1 and 2, <laughs> cheerleader camp, Twisted Nightmare. Um, I watched all this shit. A ton of stuff this week. It was, it was quite... Uh, the film ingestion, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna need a minute to to relax. Binge from and purge one. from that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, next week I'm excited to do any of those movies. So we'll see what everybody picks. I think I have an idea of what everybody will do, but I'm not gonna quite say it. All right. Well, I'm interested we'll be to see because I have an idea. We'll see who's right. So Grizz, where could they find you? on the internet as always you can find everything that we do on facebook at uh bad taste video and you can also find us on twitter uh we same handle bad taste video you can find my personal account on instagram at kane underscore enabler and you can find me on instagram at bad taste video you can find us also at www.badtastevideo.com where we pretty much have everything that we do linked uh, also listen to all our friends, uh, the Laser Graves podcast, DK, uh, who helps us out on here sometimes. That Burbs Super episode, baby. Woo! Fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Tat Film Club, uh, Fright Vision, Guitar Picks and Horror Flicks. Or what is it? Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks? Those guys. Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks. <laughs> yeah, just go, go listen to everybody. Say you love Satan. There's tons of them. All right, so... Join us next week with, uh, well, Whatever one of those four pick. movies that I named before. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, go to our Instagram and, and find out what we're doing. All right. We'll see you later.